Hello there. This is Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd, and I am Laura Hurd. I don't have a fancy intro as of yet, but if you have been listening to this podcast, hopefully that doesn't bother you. <laughs> and hopefully in the future, I will have created a fancy intro. So this morning, um, it is Wednesday morning, November the 7th. And, um, I am currently <laughs> by watching my youngest son. He has learned how to create a form out of Play-Doh and he is very excited about it and he keeps, um, coming to show me. So I've been working on notes for the podcast and he's been in and out. So he's probably going to be in and out, um, with the short period of time that I'm with you all today. But I do have something very important to talk to you all about that I had on my mind because of the upcoming holiday season we've got. We've made it through Halloween, and we have Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it's already, you know, we've got through the first week of November, and it's quickly approaching. And here in the mountains of East Tennessee, we had a beautiful day yesterday. It got up into the low to mid 60s very gorgeous and the leaves they've been changing most of them have fallen off at this point there's still some that are hanging on with beautiful colors hopefully wherever you live you're able to experience this if not then jump on Facebook and I'm sure you have friends across the 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 nation that maybe live on the east coast and you can experience it through uh, through their pictures (laughs) So, um, so back to the topic at hand today, I wanted to talk about celebrations for special needs families. If you know a family with a child with special needs, perhaps you do have a child with special needs. Um, and you know, specifically I I wasn't sure if I wanted to generalize this under the special needs umbrella or make it more specific toward autism. I think I'm going to go more toward autism as I'm talking. So as I'm I'm talking today, I really, because it is my own personal experience, and that's that's where I always want to come from, is things that we have experienced as a family personally, or I have experienced, or my children have experienced personally. So let's just make this a little bit more personal and say that I'm going to be referencing possibly children with autism that have, and families with a child with autism that face these, um, di- I'm going to say difficulties, Um because it is these celebrations in the holiday season can be very difficult for these families and it it is very difficult for us but thankfully our son has progressed to a point to where he still gets anxiety and he has meltdowns and um and I have a very um recent experience with a situation where I went to visit with my sister-in-law and they had just moved. They've lived in their house for a few months at this time. And it was at the beginning of October. And he, you know, he has seen and and been around my sister-in-law and it was just me, her and, um, and my youngest son, but he just 
<laughs> it was raining and he would not go in the house. And I don't know, you know, you never know because he can't tell me at this point in time. He can't say, well, I don't want to go in because or something's scaring me or I can't handle this right now. He can't tell me these things. So it's been very recent. And that wasn't even like a celebration. But we did manage to <laughs> coax him in um, with some gummies that my sister-in-law had on hand, just happened to have on hand because it was around Halloween, you know, and she had these special little gummies and, and he loves gummies. So yeah, he's going to come inside for gummies. And he was fine once he got in, you know, it was just whatever that initial reaction was for him that, you know, we have no idea when we, you, you know, I can't now he's so, so to the point to where I can't just pick him up. And, you know, whisk him away or, you know, just diffuse the situation like that. And so he was standing in the rain for, you know, at least five minutes. <laughs> and so were we. <laughs> but anyway, so that is a small example of that's just a taste of what it is like for for families with children with autism when we go into new situations or, you know, with Miles, my youngest, he crowds, he does not like crowds and they tend to give him anxiety and he just, he can't cope with it. So, and that's at this point in time, you know, I don't know what the future holds. Hopefully he will, um, get more adapted to that and find better coping mechanisms. And hopefully, you know, I can help him, as I continue on this journey, you know, God will show me how I can help him cope. So if you have a family that you know, perhaps this is your immediate family, um, maybe your brother or your sister, and it's your niece or nephew that has autism. Um, and this is, this, perhaps this is your first holiday season after they received a diagnosis Maybe this is something you have experienced with an, with a family that you know or your immediate family for you know a few years at this point. Well, I want you I want you to know that if they if they choose not to come to a to Thanksgiving or to Christmas, it's not a choice really. It is something because they are doing not to hurt your feelings in any way, obviously, but they, they just can't. That's the bottom line. They can't, their child can't handle it. There are, they have, there have been situations when, and I've talked about this in my last episode with um, a special needs sibling, if you want to go back and check that out. So there have been situations when we have split up as a family and myself or my husband have taken our oldest son and and one of us has stayed home with our youngest son. And that has happened before and that can happen. And we had to come to a place in in our minds and hearts where we were okay with that. And we accepted that, hey, this is just our new normal. So that can be an option for special needs families if they're willing to do that. I know in, in the holiday season, especially on Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, the the whole, it's family, being together with family is the whole idea uh, around these holidays. 
and it does hurt. And and those families with special needs children with children with autism, they may not want to be separated on those days because it is, you know, it's, they want to be with their family and they may choose to just celebrate in their own home because they cannot, they simply cannot go out. Their hearts are with, let's say they, their family. Okay. So here we go again. Let's make this personal. Um, when our son was younger and we had just found out about his diagnosis and that was in October of that year. It's been a few years ago now. And so we were already right on the holiday season and I believe that was the same year and we we could not go to Thanksgiving and I don't I don't know, I don't remember if we made it to Christmas. I don't think so honestly. Um, because this has been a, you know, it's been a struggle and it's been very difficult. And, and I, I just know that back then he had a, he was more compulsive and he was more prone to dart and elope. And it was just very stressful. He didn't understand danger and boundaries. And he still has a hard time with those things. He's just less compulsive at this point, but it was very stressful because he would break things and, it was just, a, you know, we just, we were better off at home. <laughs> it was less stress on not just our family, but, you know, and I know that our, our immediate family would be totally welcoming and very supportive, but it was just what it was at the time. And it broke our hearts to not be able to go and do like we had done up to that point and be with our family during those special times. And, you know, I I could only hope and pray that that the our immediate family understood what was going on, and so and this is what I want to highlight on in this episode, especially. Okay, I'm I'm always about giving tools that help families that have special needs children, or maybe those who are listening that know a family with special needs children or a child with autism. So. And this is based on things that, that I have learned through this journey. So the thing I want to highlight today is how those immediate family members or that how you, if you're listening and you know someone with a family, with a child with autism, and you don't know how to help or support them during these times, because I'm telling you, Holiday season is very stressful for for children with autism and families with children with autism. So you feel helpless. You feel like maybe your feelings are hurt because they're not participating in these things. It's not because they don't want to. I can assure you that. It's because they can't. And their hearts are genuinely broken as well. They want to be there. And their hearts are, are with those celebrations and they long to be there. They can't. Okay. So what, what can you do? How can, how can families help special needs families during the holiday season? Well, um, I've, I've written down just a few things here uh, that I, I remember clearly off the top of my mind, um, that we received, that we needed and we received, and the first, the most important thing was support. You know, it's not, it's not even a tangible thing. It's just words of understanding and um, just 
letting that special needs family know that you, you get it. Your feelings aren't hurt. You are going to be there for them, be by their side no matter what. Yes, it, it really stinks that they can't be there. And, you know, just letting them know, speaking the words instead of leaving it to question because they're going to be at home and on these holidays and knowing where the, that their immediate family or whoever is celebrating and they can't be there. So just speaking words of encouragement and support, reaching out to them instead of waiting for them to have to explain and saying, hey, or even if, you know, and it's really not about that. It's just, you know, if they're like, we can't, we just can't do it or we won't be even if, or if they say we won't be able to be there even at the last minute, because I'm telling you, (laughs) our family A lot of times we don't know if we're going to be able to do something or go somewhere until the last minute based on our, our youngest son's, um, what kind of day he's had, or maybe he has a meltdown at the very last minute. And yes, like I said earlier, he has grown in that area, but it still happens. He still has days where he experiences higher anxiety or he's just, he doesn't want to, he's like, no, I'm not doing this. (laughs) And there's nothing, we can't carry him anymore and and say, yes, you are, you're, you know, or drag him, you know, out to the car or whatever. But, um, so they may word it in a way that is just very casual, you know, just let them know. I totally get it. I understand. And we're going to be here. If something happens and you guys can come, feel free to come, you know, very last minute. Um, sometimes we can't plan for things in advance and, you know, that's just the way it is. So there's the support of just through your words. Of course, there are plenty of ways that you can support a a family during the holiday season tangibly. Um, you could offer to celebrate and in a way that would make it easier for that family. I don't know what that looks like. Um, it could be the immediate family saying, Hey, would we be able to say you've always done it? And that's where tradition comes in, right? You've always done it at this person's house, mom and papa's or, you know, whoever's house you've always done it there. Well, why not offer to say, hey, we'll cook, you know, even though somebody may always fix the turkey, still do that, you know, just bring it over to that special needs family home and say, hey, we're going to take care of everything like it's going to be just like it always is. We're just going to be doing it at your house. And it may take a little extra work to get that um, to adjust to that. Or, you know, I know it's hard sometimes to cook and then travel, especially with a big turkey or Maybe the Lord will put it on the heart of, you know, the special needs family to say, hey, we'll fix the turkey and you guys can come over and bring a dish or whatever. You you know, I don't know what the traditions are, but don't get so stuck in the root of that when because special needs families, they've already they go through so much and so much adjustment like they don't their normal has got totally flipped upside down. So be willing to adjust your normal for this one time 
on Thanksgiving or Christmas, what have you. You know, don't get so stuck on, well, we always do it here. This is how it is. And, you know, sorry about your luck (laughs) or whatever. You know, they, it's a very lonely time. I've been through it. I've lived through it on the holidays. It's very lonely for these families. And if you, if you, if the Lord puts it on your heart and you want to minister to these families, you know, don't get so caught up on how things always are or what we've always done. So be willing to step outside of your comfort zone and, and all of that. And just be willing to make it work, you know, and communicate and, and say, if you sense hesitation with something that you're suggesting, you know, don't push it and just understand that, and that maybe that, that family, cause I know early in our diagnosis, I didn't have the answers. Like I could not tell someone what I needed. I didn't know what was going to work. And, and I still, it's still that way. A, a lot of the time, it's like, I don't know what's going to work because that day, I don't know if my son is going to be okay or if he's going to, maybe he didn't get enough sleep the night before. And that a child with autism you know, a lot of their days depend on so many little things that play up to the very moment of something. So, and and that still happens today. And very early on, I was especially thrown for a loop and had no idea how to tell somebody to, how they could help me or what was the best option. And, and people were so willing to help me, but I had, I didn't have any answers myself. So be patient with those families and keep trying and you know one year and I'm hoping this will be the year that we're able to really go and enjoy during during Thanksgiving and Christmas so you know we'll just wait and see and see what happens and so that's really because I've already highlighted you know you could even if it's just um if nothing works, if you just can't get together and it's just not an option, you know, maybe even just bringing, bringing a plate of food to the family's home, um, just to let them know again, you know, Hey, I don't, I don't understand, but I'm by your side because those families need to know. And they're, you know, a lot of times I couldn't reach out because I didn't know how to reach out and say, this is, this is what I need because I didn't know. And so just, you know, everybody eats, right? (laughs) So just show up with food. That has been the biggest blessing. I think one of the biggest, the, let's say one of the biggest blessings, because we've had so many people um, just come by our side and support us through this journey. And, but you know, when you, when it comes to food, man, I'm all about some food. (laughs) And I think most people would agree. So if that family, if you notice they're not able to get, get together with their family, let's say you're a member of a church and there's a family that, you know, that has a, a, a child with autism and you notice that they're, they're not able to leave their home or, you talk to them and you find out they're not going to be able to get together with family because they can't because they can't leave the house because their child just can't cope. Just show up with food and I can assure you 
you're going to get a blessing and that family is going to be an immensely blessed by your act of kindness and service and that helps support them emotionally and this is a very emotional um, experience when you have a child with autism Um, it's going to give them that encouragement and that confidence to know that they're not alone and so there you go but that that's that's a few things that I had on the top of my head that I have, we have experienced personally as a family. And so I wanted to, to do a podcast about the holiday season, especially for families that may be just getting a diagnosis and um, that do have a hard time leaving the, the house. And maybe there's someone listening that have been, has been looking for ways to support a family they know. So I hope this has been a, a help to you, whoever whoever you find yourself to be in this situation and these examples I've given. Um and um I will I will pray for my listeners through this holiday season and um so that you know Okay, buddy. Give me just a second, okay? <laughs> so that you know, and if you want to message me, and I always say this, and I and I truly mean it, reach out to me on Real Life Moms by Laura Heard um, on Facebook. You can find me and message me on Instagram or on my blog on on WordPress or on this podcast. Um, there is a way that you can send a message. So. Please reach out to me if there's something that that you want to ever just vent about, or maybe you need need help or suggestions, anything. So, but just know that I'm praying for the special needs families that um, that listen to this podcast, and a tangible way to, that I can help is just by offering to offering that that outlet of messaging me, and maybe I can shed some light on some of them from what I've experienced up to this point. So thank you again for listening to Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Today is Wednesday. Like I said, it's hump day and um, it's supposed to turn colder here in Northeast Tennessee at the end of the week, possibly some snow. So I will hopefully meet with you again next week. Maybe throw a bonus episode in sometime. You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. But I hope this has helped. And um, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.